0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Spar and Brawl. I hope you're having a decent day. As always, I'm joined by my co-host Sam and we're back with another episode of The Progressive World. So as always, please like and also consider subscribing if you've been a regular viewer and timestamps are down below. But okay, Sam, let's just give a quick overview of what we're excited to talk about. So we have our chit chat part, of course, which will include, again, a few comments from our regular viewers. So we'll get to that. Then we have a whole lot of Russia, Ukraine Related things, anything you want to mention specifically? Sam, anything juicy to no. tease about the Russia-Ukraine thing? Unfortunately, we no, don't have any every- good. Go ahead.
1: Everything is getting banned. <laughs> guys, everybody's getting censored everywhere. It's yeah. crazy. And I have a feeling Astro is going to get censored after this. But anyway, go
0: ahead. I hope not. Yeah, I have one one example of censorship that I find to be quite funny. And I didn't think it would like lead to that. But we don't have any of those fun racism <laughs> fun <laughs> racism clips like last time, which were amazing. But then Sam has some updates on Iran nuclear deal. So I'm actually pretty excited to hear what that's all about. South Korea has a new president. Sam will also mention that as well. Then Brianna had the funniest interview I've ever seen in my life. With this girl, which first I was considered about making fun of underage people. But apparently she's 22 (laughs) and she insists that she's an adult. So it's all fine. So I've decided it's okay. I mean, that's what this whole podcast is about, that girl.
1: (laughs) Yeah. most led to one of the funniest readings I've ever done in years. One of the shortest and funniest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And we'll discuss the the reading.
0: Yeah, yeah. So... uh, people you have to watch that segment and we also went and got some tweets and comments which show that you know of course is not cameo research on
1: this than i think you've done on your thesis you were so happy and it just happened like a day ago or something and you've spent like seven hours of research i found that all the responses from all different schools of thought.
0: Yeah. No, but it was just a funny one. It just from the first second, I was like, "What is she even talking about this girl? yeah, but I was,
1: yeah anyway, I gave her, I think, a
0: good it. chance. Then we're gonna to touch on the Hill censorship as well. this whole episode no, we're gonna talk, yeah. talk about' getting
1: censorship.
0: And then a few other funny ones. Oh, and I forgot to mention, of course, we're gonna do some progressive tweets, which include some tweets from our favorites. Uh, and we're going to move that up so anyway timestamps down below so we're not leaving that for the end when we're like tired and dead and i'm just (laughs) trying to get sam to shut up so we can finish these tweets
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're in our
0: eight sam come on let it go yeah you're right right. you're right
2: yeah yeah you're right
1: i might yeah we'll get to it to be honest we'll get to, i have some personal stuff out, but
0: yeah but anyway. all right sam should we get started with the chit chat
1: yes let's do
0: okay first thing that i want to mention is oh i should have even said this in the opener damn it which is that we interviewed christian parenti so people folks i'm sure that a lot of you who would who would enjoy this interview so go make sure to go check it out I mean he's such a fun guy to talk to i mean i wish kind of we were in person so we could interrupt them more without there being like you know the whole zoom delay when you interrupt someone and then it's really annoying i've come to realize that now that we're doing a few interviews because with you it's fine (laughs) but i mean for the the guests i don't want it to be like every two seconds huh what did you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i know
2: what
1: you mean no yeah it was pretty cool it was One of, I think one of my favorite interviews we've done so far and yeah, it was the right balance of like intellectualism and fun. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And because maybe because there was, and the uh, the article itself, man, doing research for that interview to reading that article. uh, I love people who are, have such a dry humor Mm. and his article is so funny it's so funny and then in person he also has that dry humor mm-hmm. so I really enjoyed it space. I <laughs> love that.
0: yeah I know it, it was it was really fun and yeah the whole story I mean we talked about the whole first privilege walk story I mean yeah, yeah. that's a great story with the Sherber. The original <laughs> story of
1: the, the original story of the social justice warrior yeah anyway it was quite fun and the father guy, man, I'm still like fast. Yeah. I keep Googling him and reading about him. The father of the yeah, Mar- yeah, yeah. father-in-law of Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting quite... It's yeah, like I mean, soap opera. It's
2: the part scary.
0: that like amazes me the most is like, I don't even understand what that means. But Christian said that this guy in like his 20s or something, or like a bit later, became the first person to underwrite Russian bonds in the U.S., I don't even know what that means. It sounds <laughs>
1: impressive. Sounds difficult. But it's a financial thing. I forget what it is, but it's like I don't know. It's just like you know, bonds, government issues bonds. Yeah, I
0: get it, but like
1: that's as far as I yeah,
0: can. I get that too. But a private citizen in the U.S. Uh, it, well, under He's under super what, rich, What's the I world? Guess. But this was even before he became super rich, because then he goes to oh, Venezuela. Oh, that's how he got rich.
1: Maybe no, 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 a... no. He was already super yeah, yeah. rich man. He was doing, It was financing the, he was financing the Spanish uh, Civil War. So he was. Already, but the guy didn't start
0: have... off rich.
1: No, he didn't start yeah. off rich, but he was already rich by the time of like a Spanish Civil War. And I yeah.
0: think Well, no, during that time was, I don't think he bought them. He was facilitating, I think, the sale of yeah, um, but the I fighter met... jets. I mean, there's no yeah, way he yeah. had that
1: kind of money. Or, or no, like, no, sure. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah but then I mean, he must have had some business. Okay, I need to look into this yeah. guy. <laughs> but he, he, I assumed he had some kind of a big company, and he was sort of using his company to smuggle goods and sh- I, that was my assumption. Because yeah. it, from what I remember, from oh the, no, this like is Roosevelt, how he made his money, Sam. Roosevelt and stuff were against his stuff. Like they he- were doing this. Like Roosevelt was doing supporting the ussr like without the knowledge of congress or something like that yeah
0: okay i mean that part i'm not sure but i just now remembered how i I think his first big thing was that he bought the rights of the charlie chaplin movie and he sold it to one of the eastern european countries for like a lot of money for like that wasn't one
1: of his first things i don't think that was one of his first that was later on that
0: sounds like one of the least impressive (laughs) things he did after that, yeah, he went relative. on to single-handedly build <laughs> Venezuela.
1: I was part of the group of people that, you know, defeated Nazis. Uh, I financed the war against the war. What? No, he was. And then uh, he moved like, to
0: Israel, made a theater.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did all that, and then he went to Venezuela and he founded a steel company. No, you no, know, he went to Venezuela. War. Yeah before Afterwards. going to
0: yeah but before going
1: to israel into israel and yeah, yeah. creating it a...
2: no.
0: wow. but the russian underlying bond thing that's the most interesting for yeah, the, i'm really yeah, curious the... how the private citizen like does that in a foreign country. what does that even mean anyway
1: yeah exactly what is that <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the big question
0: <laughs> what is that and how okay, can i do right. that <laughs>
1: Like, you write under the bond? Yeah. Is that the... Okay. Cryptocurrency. Can I, can I get into this? Let's get into bonds. Yeah. Me, I'm just going to... Sorry, I have to, because of the situation here, I'm just going to slide down to okay. get my uh, charger. So please do. In. So,
0: should we move on to the, to the comments, or do you have anything else about Parenti?
1: No, no. It, it just please watch that. It was... Pretty good,
0: I yeah. think, and I'll post some shorter clips because there's definitely some good stuff, so yeah, more yeah. will come. But yeah, we got a lot out of them too, like an hour and a half, and we even chit chatted like five or ten minutes before that. Yeah,
1: yeah. we got, talked yeah, about yeah, one we funny like thing, remember that, like
0: crazy? <laughs> <laughs> remember <laughs> the vasectomy thing? I wish we'd have oh, yeah, actually yeah, yeah. done a s- segment on that because, <laughs>
1: yeah, that would have been, yeah, we need to yeah,
2: discuss the whole. I, I mean, look, <laughs> we've yeah. yeah all anyway, right anyway.
0: should we move on to two comments by by beer oh yeah
1: yeah i have to backtrack on a position i've taken last week
0: okay so no it wasn't last week so we did that midweek edition of progressive tweets oh, all right and yeah, in it sorry, we whatever. i brought up i was like i wasn't even judging people who go to oprah or these things and sit in the audience that even that wasn't even my thing like I said, since the nineties, that was. I've always, <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. But my main thing yeah. was like, how did you get on these shows? Like pre-internet day, like how did you get it and all that. So anyway, let me read these two comments and then I guess we can get into it. So pickle the pirate regular viewer. He first wrote, "My my mother appeared on Oprah one time. <laughs> From what I understand, the tickets are free. People go because they like the TV personality or they themselves want to be on TV. And uh, they are tourists. That's true. They're tourists. I want to experience the." Uh, the glit the glamour and oh here you have to like click on read more which i don't have it on the screenshot but then he goes on to say that like it's kind of sad or something that his mom went but i'm like now nah, we all have our guilty pleasures forget about that but then i also wrote can you tell me how she <laughs> how she came across to get a free ticket he hasn't gotten oh my like, God! you're yet. so
1: interested in the mechanism of, <laughs> where is the exact place you apply for <laughs> See, and, I feel like you want to go. No. It feels like you just want to go on one of these shows. That's, uh, <laughs> and I mean, then
0: okay. and Lovera in Thunder wrote, I went I went on Queen Latifah's show. I forgot about her. Got the tickets I through school. Ah, got the tickets through school. So here's a nice piece of information. I, did. Yeah, that was I cool. read over that. She's way skinnier in real life. All <laughs> these people are way skinnier in real life. Never been on a cruise, though. And that references Sam saying that he hates people who go on like these shows or who who go on cruises. And it seems like that resonated with most people.
1: <laughs> with A lot of people, I think. Yeah. I must say that I didn't know the tickets were for free. Now that I know the tickets are for free, I like to backtrack if it's for free, like and probably they feed you something, I assume. If there is free food involved, I'm all for it. Of course, you must attend if it's free you know so in that sense i yeah i changed my position completely cruises though i'm not changing anything you pay for that shit you voluntarily pay for that i mean unless somebody i mean you know the only thing grandmother gives you a free cruise ticket whatever but you know but you know my
0: main problem with a cruise is like why not just go to a resort hotel and also i'm kind of scared of like the ocean and stuff a bit so i'm not like too keen and being in the middle of the ocean for absolutely it no feels reason
1: really unhygienic yeah and
0: i get that same impression too although i've never been on one 100 yeah me neither Yeah. but
1: one good point
0: i've heard is that they say that apparently of course the cruise goes and stops in multiple locations so you know maybe you get to see some some stuff whereas if you were just sitting I'm in sure your hotel resort
2: is- yeah
1: I'm sure there's good ones, but I assume the good ones are so fucking expensive that, you know, people like, you like you know, yeah. so, uh, yeah, yeah. I,
2: but it does I, yeah, seem, I, yeah. It
1: but feels yeah. Like, like, I like a yacht. Yeah. I really like a yacht. But it's just the whole, it's like a public swimming pool. It feels unhygienic. Too many people around.
0: Yeah. But I mean, too even many... if you go to a resort, you kind of do have that issue. because I like, don't like resorts kids either. Kids yeah, in I, pools. And... Oh, God. <laughs>
1: I Must say, yeah, not a big fan of resorts either. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, I get w- a I'm not as
1: negative on them. I mean, at least in a resort, you can find a bar or something and yeah, you <laughs> just use go go like... Last thing or on or so. boats, though,
0: I mean, I don't know. I watched this reality show Below Deck, and oh, yeah, which I've is heard like people like you know, it's like one of those mini yachts, and like, it's really expensive. You come for a day or right. two and you stay on it, so it's all about the crew working. And I've also seen like had like a family friend, they had like a small boat um in a lake in, in Canada. It's so much work, man, like a boat, like you have to nonstop take care of it, put things over it, clean it again. Because like, if you don't like attend to it for two dad. days, it's like, apparently like
1: yeah <laughs> it's done. no that's the thing it's a it's a sinkhole of money and my dad yeah. for the last 15 years i mean even when we were in the same place yeah he, he he's had this obsession with boats for like the say, last 15 years and he keeps going to different countries and just mm-hmm like basically i think he plays a game with these boat dealers (laughs) because he just he just goes they show him the boat they take him out he rides the boat (laughs) but he doesn't buy it (laughs) yeah because it's just yeah it's a sinkhole of money just the parking space costs
2: like huge amounts oh yeah
1: and then yeah it's because it's in water it's constantly eroded you have to constantly keep up and yeah every like every couple of years we have a discussion that i'm like dad just just rent a fucking boat you don't need to buy I I so much
0: work even when you're using one so it's sailing i mean oh, another family friend has like a tiny sailboat i've been on a few times I'm like, you, you they tell me i'm coming here for work to two hours and it's all like <laughs> commands and orders and you have to follow them if not you'll all die in this little lake <laughs> pull that
1: pull this i don't know the other way i'm like i don't know anything. yeah i don't the like language what is, port is left like wings are right It just doesn't yeah. make it my yeah it's, i've done a bit but it was have you yeah, seen i hate it i
0: hate it. that episode of friends where joey gets a boat and like rachel knows how to how to sail so she's like teaching oh, him yeah, for her dad too. and he just wants to chill and drink a beer
2: yeah it's like just on <laughs> she's the
0: <laughs> and she's telling him to run around <laughs> and all that stuff yeah, uh,
1: i get that it's oh shit. i don't know it it's like a, what happened
0: sorry nothing before i forget you know your Putin story did you include that is that going to come up in geopolitics yeah yeah, yeah okay. okay that's i mean censoring everything because we also got <laughs> carib moth our canadian and viewer too also he, he he touched on that on the Putin. oh he really oh yeah. nice he said he hadn't seen it but like what the hell and stuff like that but you shared an Mm -hmm. article i think with me about in montreal anyway we'll get to that sam so our last item for chit chat (laughs) and boats weren't a part of that i don't know how we got there but our last official one (laughs) is about espinoza Uh, yes yes a philosopher which i find everybody like talks highly of and everybody usually likes him and he's considered like it's like, you know, genius among geniuses, kind of. I mean, that's the impression I get. The
1: prince, the prince. of The, the prince, philosophy.
0: true. You said that. And me, I came across them in one of my political philosophy classes during my undergraduate. And I mean, I remember it was the biggest, most complicated book. I mean, you know, people would say Frankfurt School, their writing is complicated and all that. I remember Spinoza. even the teacher explaining, I never got what she's saying. And if I understood what the teacher was saying, I really wasn't impressed. I hope I don't sound like a douchebag, (laughs) but out of all the other political philosophers, I found what he was saying, the least interesting or like not as interesting as people made it out to be. I can just think of five other big ones, nor ones that I found to be far more interesting. What is Rousseau Hobbes? I found Thomas Hobbes to be more interesting. I found even John Locke. Yeah. Even John Locke to be more interesting than him, yeah, Locke. Yeah, say.
1: no. I mean, Espinosa wrote in Latin, so I mean, you've got to Like, it's not exactly. I don't like he was writing in a different uh, style and language. Yeah,
0: but in the same period, ish, right?
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, same period-ish as Locke and yeah, but definitely, a yeah, Hume, Locke. They're much more fun for sure. I'm. I have uh, first. I like to just give uh, a sl- like like because because he's the first one who really questioned. Like it's it's something i I was i i because we okay we discussed this and yeah you were saying that you weren't so impressed i was like no espinoza is good because i like schopenhauer and schopenhauer loves espinoza so i I was like no he must be good i was i was a bit taking a sort of a you know taking a stance without (laughs) really because i knew of espinoza but then i went watched a couple of lectures and shit and i think it Really, for Iranian, like, by the way, like religious uh, uh, groups in Iran, usually a lot of people, lo- they love Espinosa.
2: Mm.
1: Spinoza is hugely popular in Iran, just as Schopenhauer and Kierkegaard. But
0: Yeah, that's interesting.
1: I think the reason why it doesn't seem so impressive to us uh, is for, because we are coming much later. But secondly, because in Iranian thought, there has never been a dualism that existed in Christian world or in the West European world. You know what I mean? Like the dualism, because his big thing, Espinoza's big contribution is that he says the whole universe and us and everything is God. And there is no body mind dualism that Descartes talks about, right? Like there is no separation between, and there is no separation between nature and God, right? So that's his big contribution. But if you come from Iranian sort of, Type of thinking that is sort of like that is the automatic mode of thinking, like that is the like Iranian Shiism is physic, as they what did one guy called it, um, uh, metaphysical monism. Mm. Like sh- Iranian Shiism is metaphysically monistic, it's one, there is no you can have different aspects, but there is no duality. So I think maybe that's why he seems so much... Because, yeah, I was, like, looking at some of his very brief writings and sh- translation and shit. I don't... Yeah, I was a bit, like, yeah, like, I don't... Yeah, I was not as... Imp- I was having the same reaction like, you we were having. I mean, I he, don't understand why Schopenhauer and everybody's, like, oh, my God, this guy is the best. They'll lose. Everybody's, like, yeah, he's the... I don't... Yeah. I, I mean, need yeah, to read more. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, I, yeah. I don't really get like Exactly, like, what what that thing that you just said that you know god is everywhere and like you know it's in everything by the way i had that idea too when i was a kid so maybe i should
2: (laughs) maybe i should have written
0: (laughs) 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 myself but yeah i mean i get it like during that time maybe you know he it was a bit different than what religion was saying but again he didn't write this in the 1400s i think it was like 17 right pre-enlightenment or enlightenment period yeah yeah, even talking about religion in this way no he wasn't extremely get... ground i mean i know very little about no no he anyway, was, so said... was he
1: was like he, i mean he got uh, that's i'm gonna get to his cancellation as well it's so funny man uh, yeah but i would say yeah,
0: I mean, go ahead yeah, i said everything I... I had to say really about him since i don't know much more
1: yeah i mean look i'm i would say there is a bit something that i suffer from sometimes not too much oh i hope too much reverence for the old Mm. Especially in humanities, I think. Like, you know, people treat, you don't see, you know, people using today, people doing research in physics using the, you know, the contribution of original Greek, because ph- <laughs> they were nonsense, because they were bullshit. And I find it's just reading Espinoza. I, yeah, I was just very briefly reading Espinoza. I haven't found much interesting in it. And it's kind of it started to remind me of Plato. Mm. which is like the most i like uh, the, which i found uh, the to be significantly
0: more interesting though
1: really significantly no, later, by like, far is the least interesting like and most damaging philosopher in the his world, in stories
0: about socrates and you know that everything i found or republic okay, or, or you know the cave better, and all yeah. this i found these to be significantly really? more interesting ideas than what Spinoza, no, I
2: have,
1: at I'm least with Spinoza he has a concrete a starting mm-hmm. point. With fucking Plato, it's all nonsense about chaves and like if you're blind but you can not see an elephant and you touch it. Oh, but he makes
0: points out of it. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm the biggest Plato fan. He uses the
1: weirdest things to make the weird, like the most comments. You can make the point by the most like logical. It, it, I yeah. hate Plato.
0: But to his but defense, at least, so that was at least written what. 2500 years ago or just yeah, 2, yeah, years ago, at least,
1: 500 at least. it's been or he, just uh, a
0: few days ago I mean, <laughs>
1: 19, yeah, yeah well <laughs> i would say he's more clear than hegel for sure i don't know if you've read hegel he,
0: yeah i know very little about but, but him i also know he's still not Zucker. very clear yeah it's i still
1: mean not very clear i
0: don't even care too much about the clarity because so many of them are like that but even when someone <laughs> explains their argument then I still like um, Spinoza as I'm like, okay, I I just, yeah, There's just like a, there's a gap between the way he's seen and like how I see it. Yeah, I I know. He was an extremely
1: moral person though. Mm. Like you, I mean, that's partially the reason they call him the prince is that he always refused all the titles and all the prestigious like uh, positions in the universities and all that. And he was uh, excommunicated by uh, the Jewish community Mm. for his thoughts uh, which is a good segue to my next segment. Mm-hmm. And he was pretty much condemned by all the churches of Europe, all the Christian churches as well. So you know he got really. And this is by the way he published ethics. I think after he died. So mm-hmm. like just from his before before his ethics, he got all that. And but one more see, thing, one no, more idea
0: ahead. I remember hearing about him is that like he wrote about the mob or something or like the fear of the mob or the mob coming after you. Did you come across anything like that or no?
1: not yet no more season. i mean i i don't know but i assume he's probably somewhat suspicious of the people or the mob or the what, great yeah and by does. mob
0: he meant like masses i think like just
1: like yeah, general yeah. population i but... would imagine he's mm. he, he's a conservative so far by the way i found out he was he believed that like it is completely natural for men to uh, rule over women <laughs> Which was like, oh, Spinoza, how interesting! Yeah, I. It's just even like the guys you love from old times. The weirdest. That's the thing, though, because it's old times. Like, they were like, you know, it's like hundred years from now. I'm sure we have a lot of idiotic ideas right now.
0: Yeah. Even right so, now, we have idiotic ideas. Don't have to wait hundred yeah, years. Yeah, for, <laughs> for right
1: now, like not even four hundred years. <laughs> um.
0: But anything else about I, Spinoza or? yes yes so
1: he was a jew he lived he was uh from this jewish community that were expelled from portugal and they lived in amsterdam and he got he got this apparently there's this designation called cherem which is uh, which means that basically you're excommunicated from the community and uh, you know stuff and the note that the rabbi the chief rabbi wrote at the time was particularly harsh for Spinoza and like this guy, kick him out. Like, I don't <laughs> want to see this guy ever again. I don't want to talk to him, don't want to do anything with him. But then I, I was reading, uh, this is from his Wikipedia and I just, I couldn't believe it. So then because David ben Gurion and a couple of other uh, Zionists, they said he was the first Zionist. I don't know how they came to that conclusion, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, they were very big fans of his uh, stuff. So, th- there was a movement within like uh, Zionism and Judaism, uh, Ju- Jewish religion in a larger sense, to sort of have the cherim removed from him. Cherem, I, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Now, listen to this. In September 2012, the Portuguese Israeli commune of Amsterdam asked the chief rabbi of their community, ha- ha-ham, which I guess is Chacham, Pinchas Toledano. Recognize the chair to, to reconsider the cheram after consulting several Espinoza experts. However, he declined to remove it, citing Espinoza's quote, preposterous ideas where he was tearing apart the very fundamental of our religions. So, <laughs> this is like 300 years there. They're not letting this go. I love this rabbi. I love it. It's fun preposterous. What the fuck. <laughs> In 2000, in December 2015, three years later, the present day Amsterdam Jewish community organized a symposium to discuss lifting the CRM, inviting scholars from around the world to form an advisory committee at the meeting, including Stephen Nadler of the University of Wisconsin-Madison. A debate was held in front of over 500 people discussing Uh, according to Nadler, what were Spinoza's philosophical views, what were the historical circumstances of the ban, what might be the advantages of lifting the cherim, and what might be the disadvantages. Most of the community would have liked to have seen the ban lifted, but the rabbi of the congregation ruled that it should hold on the basis that he had no greater wisdom than his predecessors, and that Spinoza's views had not become less problematic over time now uh this uh, just the, the end is the just the cherry on top listen to this in november 2021 just oh <laughs> months ago espinoza scholar gistek uh, Melamed was denied entry into a, into the synagogue of portuguese israeli community of amsterdam and declared persona non grata by <laughs> rabbi joseph serfati after he requested permission to make a movie about the ban in the premises oh. he, he just wanted to make a movie about the ban he did a, a person get this are you a spinozian get him out get him out <laughs> i love how this they've kept the grudge after like 300 everyone come on let the Cherem go let him like he's dead anyway he wasn't he wouldn't yeah. care like yeah.
0: And these yeah. were different rabbis, right?
1: Yeah, but yeah. they kept. They yeah. were very. They respected their predecessor's decision, and good, good for the rabbis. By the way, I hate. But yeah,
0: did they, that... did they have a point too? Did they have a point? Like, did the rabbi did he... have a point? He's like.
1: Their point is that you come here teaching...
0: for, Yeah, go against, and here we're
1: everything. We and this is a religious institution. <laughs> this
0: is not like.
2: i
1: I, 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 I I don't know like
0: university or something
1: (laughs) genuinely kudos to those rabbis because i assume they were under a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. by these shitty cafeteria (laughs) religious people who are like we want to have the religion but we uh we want to just cherry pick the nice part of it like no man if you're religious you're really a kudos to these guys keep up the good work don't remove the cherub from Espinoza. Yeah. He deserves I mean, that chair. I mean, I'm sure Espinoza would agree with them as well. He just, like, it's the thing is, like, his teachings are have, I mean, he basically calls all religions superstition. So, yeah.
0: So, okay, so not bad. Maybe I like Spinoza a bit more. But this was
1: probably <laughs> one of the early cases of cancel culture. I mean, the first case of ca- cancel culture is Socrates
2: who gets
1: canceled, <laughs> but then, you know,
0: but yeah i mean you know a religious institution is the most clear-cut institution that you know what you're yeah. getting you know when you go to a synagogue or a church or a mosque you know you're not there they to discuss physics shit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah if you don't don't debate. come come. Go. <laughs> go set Especially
0: up your own each.
1: thing yeah do your own good yeah good your own yeah <laughs> Which is, by the way, in America, a lot of people did. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what America American. Why not? Watch. It's a free world. Yeah, go ahead. No, but Judaism especially, they are very specific. Like, God in <laughs> Judaism, Old Testament, he's highly specific about the fact that I am jealous. If you do that, I get fucking pissed off. So I don't understand this, all these debates. They moved it like God is nicer now. No. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> I
0: love yeah. this but yeah, I mean, I would really like to understand from like some of these experts and stuff what is the particular specific level of geniusness that they sadly, bring up about Mike, him compared to other quote unquote geniuses, too. You know, what I mean, you know,
1: sadly, what's his name? Um, uh, Michael Segura didn't have a, a video on him. It's, <laughs> no, he's so bad when you have somebody like that who can explain everything like yeah. that to you. And For sure, you know, there
0: wasn't. And Michael Suga also gives his own take all the time, which is interesting. No, but that's
1: why it makes it understandable mm-hmm. because if somebody just gives you the fucking, because you have to give your own take. Otherwise it's nonsense. I think so anyway, especially with texts that old, I think. I, anyway. Well, it yeah, was, no. You know what I found out though? Maybe one of the reasons they really like Espinoza, which I had no idea about, was that he uses the same method as Descartes, which is somewhat empiricist, as in he uses the axiom, sort of like you he, he, like you know he, he uses geometric geometrical mm. sort of methodology which like he uses a first sentence and then seconds and builds up so maybe that's it i no idea no idea
0: yeah i could be completely wrong and every i mean i'm sure i am completely wrong <laughs> but everything i'm saying i'm basing <laughs> totally on course 12 years ago
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I i spent about a day researching <laughs> this so i'm pretty sure i'm 100 not of even years. we had
0: this we talked about Spinoza, I think like 13 hours ago, 14
1: hours ago. Oh, you're right. So yeah, that was, was nice. Literally... You did
0: a good quick turnaround.
1: Yeah, I've done <laughs> a good research research within 12 hours. You I read need a to escape. But... <laughs> <laughs> <on Wikipedia. laughs> my my left eye is actually dry to the point that it's killing me, but yeah, whatever.
0: Okay, so let's keep this party moving. Are we done with the chit-chat? Or anything else?
1: Yeah, we are done with cancellation of spinoza. <laughs>
0: all right okay so let's get the real party started all right sam let's start our our first story with this just absolutely hilarious as i mentioned both video and article so i'm referring to the latest video on bad faith uh, uh brie interviewed emma camp and it's this uh, it's this la- la- girl that lady as i mentioned she's 22 and she says that you know this is, she's an adult and like people in university are adults she is an so, like, adult <laughs>
2: she says she's an adult
1: it's not a claim she makes
0: <laughs> and do you she need wrote... to
1: see the birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> do... <Just> kind of <laughs> I want to know
0: where she was before this because she said I came to college eager to debate. School. I found self-censorship instead. That's the title of her New York Times article. Oh. And just the fact that she has a New York Times article itself is interesting, which will get- Yeah, to. by the way,
1: I like to this will be, you know, where this theme of this episode is censorship and all that from Spinoza to this <laughs> and uh, yeah and I uh, there is another theme though like these fucking liberals outlets, are they just publishing anything now or just the memoir, like my journal? Can I send my journal? Like I do journaling So Okay, save that I send, for the process I of the milk today, you know? <laughs>
0: like, save that for process of New York, uh, for, for discussing New York Times. But hold on, I want to do two things. Yeah. One is I'm going to say what this girl is not actually talking about. So there's no confusion there. And then I'm going to play a very short clip from the interview because Bree straight up asks her in the beginning, What it is that you want, and then I think we can just talk freely. (laughs) What is is your (laughs) argument? What do you
1: want? (laughs) So,
0: what she's not talking about, based on what I understood, she's not talking about university, like, you know stopping you from doing a protest or university getting in the way of like a speaker coming or university telling you no
1: she's talking about or 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 even a student's protesting Mm. against the speaker which used to happen a lot so i guess
0: yeah i guess fair enough to her she did write i found self-censorship instead so yeah she's her old issue is that she says people in her classes don't want to say sometimes what they want because they're afraid of how others are going to react. So they might become, you know, a, you know, be outcasted and all that, which is like, this is why I asked, where was she before this? Because whole, the entire world is like this, you know, you know what? She went don't to a really, to...
1: she re- went to a really radical high school. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway,
1: go ahead. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, I mean, she's just literally, all she's saying is that there are some, we'll read some extracts and then this hilarious like stats that she has. All she's saying is that people don't want to have uncomfortable conversations at times because they are, you know, they don't want to hear back even what other people want to say at times, or they just don't want to. No,
1: he, she says. Backlash. I, I guess it. to be to be. Super yeah, let's fair. be as fair as we can. Let's be as, as fair, as, fair can. as possible. To her, her argument is that people are afraid to speak their mind because of the exclusion they feel from the community. from their friends from their uh, exclusion or reaction not just exclusion exclusion from friends Mm -hmm. family coming like uh, classmates teachers so yeah i don't
0: think anybody in the world would disagree with that uh
1: no (laughs)
0: and And although she does a really bad job to support it because a lot of people wrote in the comment sections that this girl came to talk about self-censorship and then all she does is self-censor herself and doesn't share examples because she doesn't want to put people in the spotlight I'm like buddy that's over you've written an article in the New York Times we've moved past that you have beef with a professor or something put them right there I mean you know that's what academia is there write down with what's teacher that you're saying this or would who give yeah, them okay that, anonymize yeah, that, their she, names she, she doesn't
1: have co- consistency there but as you have you played the video now no
0: let's play the video start by telling us what you are arguing in this article and then we'll get into some of the the feedback
1: so really what i'm trying to argue in this article is yes it is wonderful when universities have really good policies in favor of student free speech that protects student First Amendment rights, but when we don't have a culture that embraces free speech and good discourse, um, a lot of negative consequences follow. One of them is that students don't really learn, because when you are constantly afraid of being caught saying the wrong thing, what you are necessarily afraid of is thinking the wrong thing, right? And if you don't even let yourself consider lines of thought because you just might be convinced by them that's ultimately detrimental to learning, which is what I, at the very least, hope college is there to do.
0: All right. Now the video has been played. Um, Okay. okay, How should we go about this? Should we read a few tweets that people made a few comments?
1: I think let's, first, I like to clarify that I, again, I think Joe Rogan and Bree and like these people who do these interviews are the nicest people on earth. Because I would have probably tried to reach across the screen and you know attack somebody, not her, somebody. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean
0: Brie with her, her own examples that. and her own take made it like nine times more interesting. Yeah, she that's was like- making
1: it the, like she was trying to put the fairest. Like yeah. her examples were actually like Jesus Christ. I couldn't believe her examples. Like they weren't. You know, I can I can someone- read
0: them right. Um, right here.
1: Do you have the examples of pre- some of hers were pretty bad, but even still, even those examples, though, I, 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 I don't like. Okay, I think there is. You, I don't think sh- this girl was necessarily wrong. Of course, there's such a thing as group groupthink, and it's bad, and you know, people are general cowards. Or to, you know, I don't even think like my experience from university it wasn't that people were not cowards or were afraid to talk. It was they didn't have opinions. I was an asshole who always had opinions and was always wrong. And I always talked and, you know, nobody like, yeah, of course, some people thought I was an asshole and they they, like, this is real life. What do you expect? I don't.
0: And in fact, it's not even truly like from my experience, going to university in Toronto, York university, my bachelor 12 years ago, I mean, during that time, there was a conservative prime minister and there was the whole pushback against that. So maybe that's the context. And we're talking about Canada and one university and one person experience. But all the time, I would hear like people saying unpopular things. I would say unpopular things. Others would say unpopular things, especially, you know, like in the first class of the semester, I would never talk because in that class, people will come and just share their random opinions that have nothing to do with the class and the tutorials and then, they wouldn't come back for the second class anyway. So I would wait for those people to be filtered and then, you know, then, and then yeah. start talking. So it doesn't even really add up my experience so much.
1: And anyway. No, I just don't, under like, I don't feel like this is a unique problem to now. I don't think this is worse now than it was. In fact, I would argue probably uh, before 90s, it may have been worse. But like, you should talk about the fact that New York Times or something, if for Phil Donahue is, I don't know, fired because he doesn't support the Iraq war or somebody is fired because mm-hmm. they don't support the Russia Gate or something. That's real like cancel culture and real like bad. Yeah. Th- but the fact that people don't talk, to you, you're not popular. I'm sorry, but that's not an issue. That's not a people self-censoring. That's a choice they're making. You, you might want to write a sort of a polemic about how people should be more brave and talk their mind but it's not a problem of society Mm -hmm. like what what do you want us (laughs) what what should we do that like well and teachers should be like guys don't be afraid if you want to say racist thing go ahead come on do it like what do you want the teachers to do i don't understand and because she doesn't give any specific details about yeah i'm just trying to find one of her
0: examples i'm just command
1: why didn't i the one about I, again, people whispering. By the way, I, I mean, I just feel like it's such a get over yourself. Like it's my personal experience. my. Yeah. Just, oh.
0: But, you, and you know, she really takes it far in that first introduction that she says. She says, you know, and this will get in the way of students learning and all that. And I'm like, get out of becoming here. Becoming
1: an adult. Becoming <laughs> an adult.
0: She yeah, did. this is yeah. it, becoming an adult. It's saying your opinion. And, you know, maybe losing a friend or something, that's actually, uh, that's actually being an adult. But, you know, I actually have one thing, if I was a teacher, I wouldn't like, what I hate, though, is when people bring up something controversial or not controversial or whatever, that has nothing to do with the readings. So I'm also like, I was never interested in classes where people just like, because they didn't do the readings, they would just like mention something random, just to have a conversation and debate. I mean, no. There are some readings that are assigned every week, and you should try and stay on top. Well, I was
1: kind of one of those. (laughs) But no, but I do think no. I mean, I guess she's not talking about. Yeah, I don't know if what I don't know what she did in the class, but I have a feeling it was not that. I think it was more controversial statements rather than. Yeah, uh, you know. uh, So listen to
2: this
0: stat. Listen to this stat. This is hilarious. Um, according to a 2021 survey administered by college pulse of over 37000 students at 159 colleges 80% of students self-center self-censor at least some of the time so this is both the most meaningless <laughs> statistic out there. And also it's like people lied, right? I mean, if there's, yeah. if I would love to meet those at 20%-, least 20% of... lied.
1: At least 20% <laughs> who never
0: percent lied.
1: They were boasting about, no, man, I never hide my and true l- feelings. Yeah. Look at ahead. this.
0: Yes. 48% of undergraduate students describe themselves as somewhat uncomfortable or very uncomfortable with expressing their views on a controversial topic in the classroom. I mean, it's, it's a controversial topic. So, you know, it's normal, natural to perhaps, you know, if you're to, for some people to feel like a bit, oh, shit, should I say this? Do I want to deal with this backlash? Yeah, yeah, Bree made Is the it, same oh, point.
1: Yeah. Bree made the same point that sometimes it's a controversial point and you don't have enough knowledge, so you don't want to make it. Yeah. You know, you don't want to come down it one way or another. But no, it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, look at look at this example she's written about that uh, uh, somebody says something uh, that is controversial. The room felt tense. I saw people shift in their seats. Someone got angry and then everyone seemed to get angry. After the professor tried to move the discussion along, I still felt uneasy. I became a little less likely to speak up again and a little less trusting of my own thoughts. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like,
2: I, I, don't what know. You,
1: like, I don't know what that means. Like, Isn't that exactly what you like wanted? Real-time <laughs> psychological breakdown of, like my own feelings and you know as i mean i first of all i don't necessarily believe your description of what happened in the room i'm sorry it could be your your impression yeah i mean anybody who's watched uh, a lot of crime movies like i have (laughs) knows that witnesses cannot be
2: trusted (laughs) so
1: (laughs) and then you know shifted in their shifts in their seat maybe they just farted who knows you know sometimes you (laughs) and people since
0: when are people like
1: you know, since Someone when do people angry. like being in an what uncomfortable
0: situation? So, yeah, maybe something was said and people feel uncomfortable. I mean...
1: Yeah, who cares? Anyway, yeah. But she... she I mean, it's it feels like she's discussing her personal issue about yeah. the fact that if other people feel uncomfortable, she feels the need to self-censor. Well, okay that's your problem buddy like yeah i'm sorry but and what do you want us to do about it? like i don't part- i mean as anybody can yeah. tell i don't particularly feel uncomfortable <laughs> saying that stuff so you know it's just your issue Get and over she's it. coming from a progress
0: not from progressive sorry from a conservative i mean she called herself she? a right-wing libertarian or something like that like she's not yeah, supposed she to said be something a leftist along those, uh,
1: so she did, I, yeah. she, I
0: think that she make up her own <laughs> these categories are already meaningless as they just make up your own and then she has this part where apparently she spoke with a professor of sociology so this is like the other evidence that she gave and she asked the professor of sociology what who says that she's also noticed a shift in their in their classrooms anyway this is her take she thinks so I she wrote, got- first students are being af- are afraid of being called out on social media by their peers so I mean I guess yes. some people go sure second the dominant messages students hear from faculty administrators and staff are progressive ones so they feel an implicit pressure to conform to those messages in classroom no. and c- com- campus conversations and debates like
1: I'm sure that's yeah. true but that's again like the people we were talking about this about it's like going to the Jewish community <laughs> in Amsterdam and being like rabbi come on let espinoza how about christopher richards you want to allow (laughs) christopher richards what is going on first of all it's a school it's a of course it's a liberal colleges are dominated by liberal people so what are you surprised that your right-wing ideas don't have a you know don't have a big audience and you know and i'm sure by the way there is a level of i would i hate like i hate this sort of idea that you know i i mean i hate social justice warriors i hate you know I, i was one of the people like was like excluded from a lot of things Mm -hmm. because but but that's always been the case you know it's kind of reminded me of noam chomsky in an interview with primo radical and he's like you know about the smears of the Mm -hmm. progress like people who pretend to be progressive like it's like religious uh, organization used to smear and attack and do protest every time noam chomsky was going to talk or like Mm -hmm. what is this like I'm sorry, but just somebody feeling uncomfortable yeah. is now, like, making you uncomfortable and you... Yeah. Oh, bro, come on. And it's
0: if like... anything, yeah. she's in university. I mean, again, it's based on my experiences. In high school, you're so much more pressured to conform. But in university, yeah, there definitely... are actually so many people that you typically find your own clique a gang of weirdos exactly. that you can <laughs> hang out with who are, like... And it's cool to be weird in university. I mean, this was just 12 years ago. Sometimes I feel like I'm, like, a 9 year old who went to, like... The first university that was created. We
1: we (laughs) were in the academy. I was working. I I was just a kid and Plato was working. (laughs) I'm sorry, 12 years
0: ago is my bachelor. I mean, A, I still go to university. And I finished my master's like five or six years ago. So Sam, but listen to this one quote. So she's saying he, someone. He told me that he has often straight up lied about his beliefs to avoid conflict. Sometimes it's at a party sometimes it's at the cappella rehearsal and Holy sometimes it's shit. in the class <laughs> yes. imagine people didn't self-censor themselves at parties at you part- know what kind of messed up shit comes out of everyone's mouth like
1: yeah yeah i mean i must say uh, this that's why i kind of wanted to i mean I, I thank just, god for
0: self-censorship you...
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i must say i mean it's something that you should practice like for people like me it's a i'm i'm looking for because just during the last two three weeks over this whole fucking russian invasion yeah. i've lost two people as friends one of them basically blocked me on whatsapp really Another, stop yeah yeah no i swear to god one of them uh one of them uh blocked me on whatsapp other people i mean this has happened for the last five years. now i've become a russian <laughs> like I'm, I'm paid by the russians or oh. something uh yeah someone's yeah. paying and you I, at least yeah <laughs> yeah sure yeah (laughs) and then no but every time i say i remotely defend islamic republic's foreign policy i'm a fucking stooge i'm a you know you're a sellout you're hypocrite so you know and usually by the way after a couple of months these people crawl back up and you know oh i mean they forget
0: i mean just think about afghanistan like now you can (laughs) go around and say whatever you want of afghanistan the last
1: couple of people (laughs) there too
0: But it's over now. Do they know? Uh, Tell them. It's, it's, all good
1: good <laughs> it's all good now. It's, it's all good now. So nobody's talking about it anymore. So, Prosperity yeah, it's, has returned to Afghanistan. Yeah, Screw the fuck up. Uh, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and yeah, imagine at parties like, yeah. I mean, I used to do that, but don't do that. It's not good yeah don't i mean don't
0: into, like don't just be a you know don't just like dick. you know people don't like it also if you're always like yeah, yeah, yeah and agree with everything but <laughs> at yeah, the same don't. time don't share your
1: <laughs> no if i mean if the best thing which i don't follow is that if you don't have anything positive to say mm. shut the fuck up so you know that's that should that's be it, a good i really need to yeah i need to do that mantra
0: but this is not the last time we're going to hear about this girl. So I'm going to read some of these tweets, and then we'll come back at how she got this opportunity and everything to be a guest right, writer yeah. for the New York Times at the age of 22. Yeah. But anyway, An
1: article which is, I think it's like what 1,500 words, maybe not.
0: No, man, this is like
1: a page and a half, seven hundred.
0: Yeah, I, I doubt it's more over a thousand. Anyway, it's, that's and fine. it's
1: basically like a, like a entry into a diary saying. I felt yeah. uncomfortable a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> that
0: was the whole art. But okay, stop. listen here, listen here, right? So, <laughs> so you have these tweets. One person wrote, I read the article. She wasn't censored. People disagreed with her. <laughs> <laughs> this one, Gordon Cook, I think maybe that's me, but no, I'm joking. But he wrote, it's kind of cute that she thinks there was a magical time when this was welcome, mm-hmm. celebrated in higher education. So in fact, and then he goes, was that during the McCarthy era, the Civil Rights era, or the Reagan era? In fact, her criticism even doesn't go that that deep <laughs> to even require that. I mean, she's just like you know, she's not saying that she's being even silenced by the university. Yeah, it's or literally kind of a, it's, just, like,
1: it's literally actually like she's an not etiquette. being yeah. Well, people yeah, are. She's literally yeah. saying people like have been nicer to people who have controversial views. That's her role like call to action I guess.
0: yeah people be nicer so yeah you can so more people share their controversial views
1: yeah and don't right. do hominem attacks i suppose that's yeah,
0: maybe. Like the most yeah. the next tweet someone wrote in quotations, and uh, the next slide my best friend is an actual communist <laughs> so that's something that she brought up I can't remember in what context why she brought that
1: up. No, she would say, People are surprised <laughs> that my best friend is an actual cop. I'm, I'm re- I re- re- in that picture is. Yeah, yeah, it, I know.
0: Yes, And then, you know, keep a, maybe go to the last, last slide. Someone wrote, She never said what things she can say. Yeah, for some reason, she didn't want to. And then the second one, the look on Bree's face when this girl said an actual
1: communist.
2: <laughs>
0: you can't be an actual communist if you're like in your early 20s because you're unable to live the communist life. So I guess um, no,
1: you. I you guess, like, can you? Ideologically. Yeah, ideologically. Nobody lives a perfect yeah. like communist or liberal life. Yeah. That's I a mean, bit yeah, harsh, yeah. man. True, true, <laughs> fine. Unless you're living in a commune, sharing everything <laughs>
0: But Jesus Christ, man. And, and I mean, yeah, apparently she I had a huge backlash comments. on you know Twitter, which when an article came out, and that's how Brianna found her. And oh, Brianna- there,
1: yeah, there, there is somebody who's written, so here comes the Twitter, right, just for talking to this one. I like to say, this is not, by the way, hey, this had mm. great entertainment value. It We laughed, we loved, yeah. we uh, enjoyed ourselves. It was great. It was yeah. fantastic. Please do more. Please yeah. interview these guys more, Bri. And, and just maybe don't do so much. You don't need to make their argument so much better. Than yeah,
0: and finding real talk. good examples because the example she pulled out opened a lot of other doors and like, you know, other topics of discussion. You know, when she said that this, this girl in her class apparently wrote an article that, yeah, maybe black people are actually like, biologically different and in, inferior. Girl. No, no this was Brianna's example
1: no no it wasn't the girl in her art it was somebody who would become a ninth circus judge you know in her oh, emails. I thought it was I, I that's the one I remember there was some, some famous case that there was this lady who mm-hmm. uh, was in her emails with a friend basically said that yeah I'm not sure if black people have the same intelligence <laughs> as um, I thought it was yeah, one yeah. of her
0: classmates who wrote an article and said that
1: I, I, maybe that too. I mean, yeah. Brie had a lot of life experience. She's been, <laughs> Bree
0: had lot much time. more interesting ones. And then she kept us, yeah. hey, you know, I was in college Bri- a while ago, I but
1: still, isn't that, why like do I, I still don't, but I still don't think anybody should like say self-censorship business or group think is good or something but mm-hmm. what she was saying is just uh, shows uh I, i'm just surprised by the lack of education like people at harvard are saying this shit you know and oh
0: at breeze people you're talking about
1: breeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and people becoming ninth circus judges it's just uh, yeah the education system and the merit merit meritocratic system needs to yeah. change its merits or something <laughs> standards No, no yeah. I agree
0: with you there and then okay I don't know if you have anything else to say here I want to talk about the New York Times part like that was pretty interesting yeah that yeah, insightful. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. yeah so I mean she says so I guess she is you're more
1: interested in the mechanics of this. how did they actually manage to get this done I don't know oh.
0: and yeah she explained now there For some reason, she didn't want to share any examples, but when it came to her personal emails with the New York Times and their back and forth, she was very open about that. I wonder if that's something the New York Times appreciates in that way. But she's a journalist, so she publishes articles all the time. And apparently, the New York Times, so she's only 22, the New York Times contacted her. And what did they say? They're like, would you like to be one of, like, would you consider, we're looking to recruit young writers, young writers, writers, young writers, and please consider writing, pitching a story to us and all this. So it's very interesting how I guess they go like finding talent who they think would, which is fine. I mean, what else are they going to do? I mean, in a way, I'm not criticizing it too much, but it's just interesting. I mean, by the way, they go on like then, spot these kind of people who, you know, talk about I'm issues sure. that they like.
1: <laughs> clickbaits. No, they're looking for yeah, clickbaits yeah, exactly. they got they got a perfect one.
0: And apparently, and then she's like, yeah, and it took four months <laughs> Of editing for this article, so I was like, "What was the first version? Like, what did you guys talk about there?" Unless the New York Times took their sweet time to get back to her every time. Maybe that's the case, but four months uh, for this, I was a bit surprised. So again, maybe it's the New York Times, but that's very interesting huh? how they pretty much go scouting um, for it. Yeah, kind I, of, her, I yeah. mean,
1: there is. I remember there is this sh- there is this movie which I think is shitty, but uh, so so Darren Aronofsky's Mother. Mm. have you heard because it had an exclamation mark so everybody mm. made fun of it you can't say mother it has to be mother <laughs>
2: yeah you know?
1: but yeah uh, and he wrote that and he wrote that in a weekend like he had a dream and then he wrote that on a weekend or during the week so i don't and even though that's not a great movie mm. like far yeah. more advanced than this <laughs> at least it was probably 80 pages long i don't understand how four months of editing on this Unless that's capital. Is yeah. going
0: on? Unless, like, the New York Times <laughs> yeah. was, like, you know, responding to her, like, you know, in
1: once a month or yeah, something. yeah or something
0: that's... like that, and make yeah. this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine they were working right,
0: like. I don't want to let the story go, but I don't have anything else to say. Go <laughs> find um,
1: something to say. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, can We have to let it go now. Yes, have... I'm. I'm sure she'll write more stuff. Don't worry
2: but as, brief, good as, still, as good as this
0: though as good as this i don't know i feel like
1: yeah the back she's very young so she might grow and yeah become far more you know although no i i usually people tend to follow what they are I, yeah i'm hopeful that she will continue become worse and worse writer. like <laughs> you know like Tom Friedman, hopefully, yeah. she'll follow that trajectory.
0: Yeah, true. St- soon she'll stop like pointing to like irrelevant facts. <laughs> and <just be> like, <laughs> My strange. neighbor told me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On okay. this hand, it is interesting. <laughs> On the other hand, it is not interesting at all. So, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh,
0: all right, Sam. Let's look at a few. Quote unquote progressive tweets. And yeah, this time they're not all on Russia Ukraine, but many of them are. And before, please like and also subscribe if you haven't. So, Sam, this first one was from Statista. And maybe actually this one could come in handy later when we're talking Russia Ukraine sanctions, oligarchs, even. So they wrote that Did you know the term oligarchs of Greek origin? OK, can be translated. OK, thank you. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has heightened scrutiny of the country's ultra wealthy. Who are astoundingly rich compared to the size of Russian economy? So pretty much, what it's saying, the, this graph is saying, is showing what per, how percentage, what share of the country's GDP belongs to billionaires' wealth. And you get it. It took me a while to. Okay, nice. You're smarter than me.
1: No, but, well, <laughs> I looked at it longer. I guess I, I was, yeah.
0: But the graph isn't very damning for Russians, is it? I love how Sweden is like. Right there, as same. well. It's the I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, not Russia was further ahead, yeah,
2: yeah, in but as now
0: as, so as of February, five percent hit, yeah.
1: What happened between March and February 2022? <laughs> it's, uh, it's Russia suddenly jumped,
0: or oh, yeah, or well, maybe because they lost some, I don't know. Well, but Sweden is yeah. right up there, the US is right up there, France, India, Switzerland, <laughs> yeah, these Canada, and Australia, by the way, Finland. this is by
1: the way, this is oh this is okay i get it i just read the subtitle billionaires wealth mm-hmm. so okay they, it's not even like, oligarch because I mean... yeah you could argue corporations in america are you know are far you know what i mean like they, in russia yeah. it's usually it's a far more individually mm-hmm. sort of based thing but in america mm-hmm. you have uh, like boards and you know or in uk yeah. or that type of thing. so it's a bit of a me in a it's not necessarily a very accurate picture way, how concentrated your economy is.
0: So it could be more concentrated in the U S or so in that case. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Of course. And what you're saying.
1: I mean, I Mm. I mean, to be honest, I assume wherever there is more poverty, there is more concentration Mm. of wealth. I assume, but I would imagine it's about the same.
0: Yeah. And man, and this is, this kind of actually reminds me of you, the Matt Taibbi interview on analysis news. And he lived Mm. in Russia all throughout the 90s and I mean this isn't too new but he talked about the process of you know when the USSR uh, went away they were just like okay sold we're not for parts yeah exactly you're like okay we're not going <laughs> to sell it to foreigners fine but let's just find a bunch of guys in our <laughs> in our country who are either rich or will make them rich and just give them the parts give them the different uh, different parts what... of the economy to them and let's move on which is like a very liberal capitalist You know, I'm sure the US welcomes